It's them wise girls. It's them wise girls. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's them wise girls. Yo, K-Reagan, global wise are the names uh-huh. Staying wise for the times is the game Relationships and money talk in the old way Oh, and if you didn't hear the name It's them wise girls Hey, welcome to them wise girls Shout out to my good, good friend uh, Secondhand cousin, Vibe One, aka Khaled Oh my god, every superhero needs their own theme music And you did that. Did that. <laughs> you Thank did you, that. Vibe. We love that. Okay, so <clears throat> today is episode two of Dim Wise, Wise Girls. Girls. And what are we talking about today, K Ray? Today we're talking about those ended relationships. Ooh, we talking about exes and best dresses. <laughs> exes and best dresses. He made you mad, girl. It's all over now. He cheated, or he was just a bum, or he just broke up with you for no damn reason, and now you mad. Uh-huh. So today's episode is called Busted the Windows. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> because anger is one of the actual phases of grief. Of grief, of moving on, of growth and yeah. change. And I am a firm believer in, you know exercising your right to petty okay because everybody else is gonna think it's petty but nobody else is thinking about them nights he looked you in the eye and said i love you girl i'm gonna marry you ain't nobody else thinking about all the times he ate your food out of your refrigerator when your mama said the way to a man's heart is through his stomach and you think about all the food you put in his stomach and how he's just walking away with your refrigerator underneath his waistline Mm-hmm. walking away with all your stuff Girl. And we're going to get all into that. Today. Today. Okay. But right now, we're going to get into one of our sponsors. So stay tuned. When you're starting a business or trying to take your creativity to the next level, you need to be able to communicate without words in a market that is highly influenced by social media and visual marketing. Are you a creative professional looking to revamp your image or a new professional needing guidance on creating your brand? Well, contact Bold Creative Solutions. Be bold, be creative, be successful. We can be reached at boldcreativesolutions.com as well as Bold Creative Solutions on all social media platforms. Again, contact us at boldcreativesolutions.com. Be bold, be creative, be successful. Welcome back, y'all! What? I tried to say like I tried to say that like Issa Rae. But I don't know if it came out that way. Well, the fact that you're a little awkward afterwards means her spirit is here. Oh, good. Mm. Let's channel it. (laughs) Okay, so you really don't have any ex-boyfriends, K-Ray, when I really think about it. I don't have any ex-boyfriends. I have one from when I was young. That doesn't really really count. I feel like after you get older, it doesn't really count. Uh, It depends on what went down. (laughs) I, that is true. It depends on what went down. That is true. But, you know, that would, uh, it is because I felt like. How the, you ain't got no ex, how you ain't got no ex-boyfriends but got a fiance? 
Because <laughs> K-Ray, K-Ray knows something that the rest of us don't. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. I Yeah, just one ex-boyfriend from when I was young. You know, six. I feel like the feelings lasted from when I was like 16 to like my early 20s. Because it was kind of like this on and off again kind of like type thing. And yeah. And it was awful. And it took forever to get over. It's okay. And yeah, yeah, I've... Girl, the things you do when you're just... Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to call it. Crazy? <laughs> I feel like women are often labeled as crazy. And sometimes we label ourselves as crazy when we don't have... Because I feel like we haven't been able to properly express emotion. It's like, well, we have to operate on like how men feel and men feel like don't deal with emotions. So anytime a woman is emotional, she's crazy instead of labeling it the correct term. And you were just dealing. Yeah. Like it takes you a while to deal. It does. And it's okay that you don't have no ex-boyfriends. You know why? Because I have enough ex-boyfriends for both of us. For the both of us. For the both. Of us. Because of neither us. one of us. I have ex acquaintances. You do have ex KK. Girl. <laughs> mm, don't go even go to that one, honey. Ooh. Yes, I have ex acquaintances. And I have to say, seeing them after you know you stop talking and or dating or whatever, it's, it's still just, awkward. It's still awkward. And it's like, how are you standing here? Because in my mind, you don't exist anymore. Carrie thinks any guy she stops talking to died. Like, yeah. we stopped talking because you died. Exactly. <sighs> you know, mm, I'm actually more comfortable with those guys because I didn't give you my whole soul, my whole life, my whole existence. <laughs> so I'd be like, what's up, Greg? It's good to see you. <laughs> like, at least we stopped things before we went too far. True this. Now, for everybody we went too far, be like, get out. It's like, remember in, um, what's it, Ghost? Where he was like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old scary dude in the, yes, uh, the subway. The, 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 I feel like the scary dude in the subway. Like, <laughs> get out, get out, get out. <laughs> I feel like, get somewhere. Don't come up in here. You know I don't like you. You know we ain't cool. No. Actually, I am cool with a couple of my exes. But I feel like those were the exes who didn't take things beyond where where you should end a relationship like yeah. the people who didn't do you dirty like we just didn't work out we not compatible that's okay but like for the people be like you stole my credit card um actually it's a it's an ex that stole my credit card we still cool um so it, look it takes a lot to make me be like i if i don't like you no more after we broke up you did something like you did something and like you could steal from me you could, um, I know somebody's like out there listening, like, you cannot steal from me. Don't try me. Um, <laughs> it was a whole situation. It wasn't stealing. It was rebating. See, that's it's why a long story. I don't have any ex-boyfriends <laughs> because you was going through the ringer. And I would look up and be like, no, I'm not about to do this. <laughs> not, no, not, no, I ain't. I you really did something to me. Like, you really, you really did something if I don't want to talk to you no more. Yeah. It's and, like, yeah. You, one of my exes was yeah. abusive. I don't want to talk to him no more. Um, another one of my exes, I feel like during like the end of our relationship and while we were breaking up, he was like really misrepresenting my character. Mm-hmm. And that made me mad because he was actually the one doing stuff. And I always say that private assholes make public bitches because 
when you do like it's it's easy to be like oh she doing stuff when you already don't like me and then you feed like somebody comes in and feeds into like you don't like her you know what laura is horrible and it'd be like see i knew it you're like you're confirming my intuition laura is horrible and then like no but this the fool over here getting drunk never mind anyway so i don't like him and he know it he can hear this podcast today. Uh, Scott, I don't like you. Oh, shit. You uh, dropping names. <laughs> <laughs> you dropping uh, names. Oh, my gosh. Poor Scott. Hi, uh-uh. Scott. I don't like you. He wasn't the worst. That's why I'm like, because all of them, I'm like, mm, all of them was, mm, stomp on you. Okay. I'm calm down. Uh, but... <laughs> But Scott was not the worst one. It's actually the one who wasn't as crazy or cracky headish that I hate the most. That's crazy. Of your exes, of your ex That's the one I love the most. <laughs> and I hate him. I don't like him. He is the scum oh. between my toes. Yes. Yeah. He is self centered, narcissist. Just, ugh. I'm very grateful for the process. Manipulative. I'm very grateful for the process of him. It taught me a lot. And I don't like him. That's the third ex I don't like. I don't like him. I love him, but I don't like him. Mm. I'm thinking of a word that he's also something else. I can't even think of the word right now, but I always call him that. And right now it's not coming to my head. Deplorable? No, like when you try to put on face for people and... In front of people, you try to save face all the time. You try to make yourself bigger than you actually are. It's escaping me. It's it's escaping you. But I bet you before the end of the podcast, I'll it'll come it. back yeah, to you. Yeah, it will. Um, yeah. So I mean, exes are something to be dealt with, and that's what this whole episode is about. So let's get into our movie quote, okay, Ray. So what's it gonna be? Because you are, I mean, you're the expert here. I I am the ex. Expert, you are the ex expert. I am the I am the true X factor. You are, cause you know, girl, you know more than I do. Bump Lauren Hill. I am the true X factor. She ain't gonna make another album, no way. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so true story. <laughs> okay, so our movie quote this week is from Dun Dun Dun, Dream Girls. Yes. Dream Girls, born to make you happy. So the scene that I am referencing here. Effie White leaves a doctor's office leaving conflicted. She's coming back to the Dream Girls, which is Laurel, Dina, and a mystery Dream Girl that we don't know her name. Do we ever learn her name? Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, she's coming back. She's getting, she's like, y'all, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm, I'm ready to get for, ready for rehearsal. You know, I just haven't been feeling well. And then the other new dream girl, unnamed dream girl, real name, uh, Sharon Leal, walks in <laughs> and she's like, who is this dressed up like a dream girl? She ain't me. Then Effie White's brother walks in looking all distraught like Effie Curtis was supposed to. And then Effie White says, Curtis was supposed to love me and you know then we move on into the whole she sings i'm telling you and it's it's the greatest and i am telling you you promised you wouldn't sing i'm not going you're gonna hate this in playback yeah i know i can't sing anyway so the whole this is the whole premise of like the initial feel of a breakup like there was vulnerability there was trust 
there was compassion and love there. And this person is like abandoning you, leaving you in your own feelings. And they were supposed to love you. They were supposed to love you. They was at least supposed to give you closure, okay? You almost had his baby, you know? And then he don't even want to call you. He want to act like he don't know where you live to come by and see you. I'm sorry, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you really... Flashbacks. Flashbacks? Yeah. (sighs) Girl. Mm. Yeah, flashbacks. My flashbacks. Girl, don't even, I'm trying to get out of flashback as you say flashback. See, this is transfer of emotions. (laughs) Transference of emotions. You know, you you do get caught up in the what you were supposed to get, what it was supposed to be. Ooh, shout out to Ryan Leslie. Um, You get caught up in what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's just, oh, what it was supposed to be could drive you crazy. Uh And that was a word. What it was supposed to be could drive you crazy. And there has to be some level of, you know, that initial rage. Because you're going to be mad. You're going to be mad. You're not even going to be mad. You are mad. So the reality is is you're going to have to work through your pissivity to get on to the next step. And I think that that's hard to do. It's hard to move on to the next step. Because sometimes you can stay in a rage in a uproar for such a long time like you got to think about how many people actually move into a stage of relationship after their relationship ends like people who have children together who have to co-parent like you immediately have to move in from breaking up dealing with your own emotions to having to parent with this other person definitely it's hard so sometimes you don't even get the luxury of just breaking up you gotta like and now I still gotta deal with you um and I think that's why it's really important to learn how to process you know the initial feeling of oh I'm angry I can't believe you did this to me I'm about to bust the windows out your car to bust up everything you own and then bust you up get your shit get your shit and then get out okay I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> you was waiting to pull that Angela Bassett isn't out, it, I think it's isn't it funny how I have for real like no ex-boyfriends like for real for real and i i get so worked up about relationships ending you do you do the thought of like i don't know we get so i think because we've been in such close proximity to so many adult relationships um that end yeah that it makes it like you it's like a transfer of emotions a secondhand breakup it is like secondhand breakup like I don't know. I just get so worked up about being dogged out and just stuff just going left. And I'm so, I don't know. Yeah, secondhand breakup can like, you need, I think, ooh, you know what this is? This is a word right here. Secondhand breakup is traumatizing. And you are feel like you're experiencing a, right along with the other person mm-hmm. to the point where you need to be cognizant of who is experiencing your breakup along with you. Ooh, girl, that's such a good point because that kind of goes into like letting your friends like their emotions about it like trigger you and push you into a place of acting or reacting to things that you wouldn't normally do just because your friends are rallying you up. Like, yo, Ooh, bro, let's go do this. Let's we go need do, to this. do this. We about to do you, this. You going to still act I'm like wearing that. all black. I'm outside your house. I got a bat. Girl, we about to get this. Girl, there's some stuff. <laughs> we about we to. We going to do. You going to let him talk to you like that. 
Kara, you are on one. You are on one. Yeah, so I think it's, it's that's a factor. And you also need to be cognizant of the friend who's, like, really emotionally dealing with this. And then next week you're going to be like, I went back. Yeah. Ooh. And then you feel, and then, you know, your friends might judge you like, hold up, girl. Didn't we just do this? Weren't we moving on? Like, no, we weren't moving on. I was moving on. This is my relationship. And if you feel like this is my relationship, then you need to be that much more concerned or that much more careful about when you let your friend in. Yeah. And if you are that friend and you feel like you've been taken past the point of, look, we can't take him back again. You're right. We can't take him back again. You don't have to take him back. She can go back. The new rule is, ooh, my best friend did this to me. And it probably got me out of the (laughs) most unsavory relationship that I've been in. She was like, look, I came to her and I was like, oh, my God, are you mad at me? And she was like, I'm really not mad at you. I'm mad at him. She was like, and honestly, he's done things to me. He's done things to you. And look, this is the new rule. We can talk about anything that you want to talk about. We just can't talk about him. And it put me in such a place of isolation about the things that I was doing with him that when something bad happened, it let me know that I was choosing it. Mm. I'm choosing this because I can't go back and talk to my friend and talk about how mad I am about what he did. I can't go to, you know, I couldn't come to you. I couldn't come to anybody about something bad that had happened. And in those moments, I realized, girl, you choosing this at this point. When you got nobody to bounce this off of, nobody to give you no second recourse of action of what to do or what to say. When Iyanla like, look, girl, put my book down. I, I can't help you no more. <laughs> uh, th- when that When you get to that stage, you realize that you're making a choice. And... The times that you can make that choice start becoming fewer and fewer. You're like, look, I can't make this choice again. I literally cannot take this anymore. And, you know, the call, you know, you're going to gradually stop calling. You're going to stop going to lunch with that nigga. You're going to, I mean, you're just going to stop doing stuff with him to the point where he's going to eventually fade away. Or the relationship itself will get to a point of nothingness, which is where you really need to be with him. It's almost like weaning yourself off a bottle. Yeah. True. Yes. And I'm sure it was your best friend was talking about that one ex, the one I really don't like. I'm going to burn to the ground. And I remember the word. I remember the word. Pretentious. He's pretentious. I'm I'm glad that came back to you. Yes, because that was killing me. I had to get Ooh, that. Kara, you're more mad than me. Yes, because I don't like him. Help me, Jesus. I saw a meme the other day, and it was like, when you tell God, I miss him, and God go, ah, 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 that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> some days I'll be feeling like, uh, but then it'd be like, ah, 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 <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Um, so we're going to take another break, and we're going to come back with Sisters with Wisdom. Sisters with Wisdom. So let's go ahead and take this word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Hey, Laura, your Instagram feed looks awesome. Oh, thank you. I have been working with Purple Eye Potion. They have been capturing all of my professional headshots, all the work for my blog. You should really check them out. Really? I've been looking for a professional photographer to take some engagement photos. Well, you should definitely go to their website at purpleeyepotion.com. You will get $10 off of any $50 purchase or more. You can go to Purple Eye Potion at P-U-R-P-L-E-I-P-O-T-I-O-N.com. 
Purple Eye Potion, the potion to capture your life in motion. Boom. Okay, so we're back with Sisters with Wisdom. We got some points we want to hit up, talk about, and hopefully these things help you move on to the next phase after you've busted out his windows, let some air out of his tire, threw some trash on his car because, you know, you cannot be um, arrested for aggravated littering. (laughs) And so we believe. Yes. <laughs> I Just know throw some, you I, know, some eggs I and think some trash one, on his core. I'm glad I'm out of that phase of uh aggravated littering because at this point I feel like if I get called by the cops, he'll be like, This is not aggravated littering. It's called a vandalism, man. Vandalism. Get in the back of the car. <laughs> when it was just some moldy milk and some. It was some just fish eggs. grease, sir. It was just it was fish just grease. Some fried chicken grease. I didn't hurt it. He just needed to run through the car wash real, <laughs> real quick. quick. Ooh. Now, your Auntie Laura is not telling you to do this, but she's going to say, if you going to do something anyway. What I suggest is you hit up your kitchen seat. And if you don't cook, that's okay. Your grandma cooks. Somebody in your family cook. Call your homegirl like, girl, you fry some chicken this week? Go get you some fried chicken grease, right? Yes. Some reserved fried chicken grease. And just pour it on his car. I didn't tell you to do this. I didn't tell you to do this. I said if he's going to do something anyway, there was this one time I had poured some fish grease and some moldy strawberries and, uh, you know, whatever other dirt and flowers I could find on the street and poured it on this car. Um, he was so upset about it. I think he was more mad about that than if I had actually busted out the window. <laughs> if he actually did some real damage. <laughs> if I had actually done something, you know, that he couldn't wash off in Mike's car wash. I know. Doug, I was like, how, I wonder how be long so it took him to get that fish grease. Just <laughs> some, you know, some dirt and some... I think we put some old clothes on there too that was in the trunk of my car <laughs> that I never took to the Goodwill. I was like, all he had to do was just drive off and the things that wasn't even just the Anyway, let's move away. on. Don't do that, but if you're going to do something. Don't do that, but if you're going to do something. Anyway, <clears throat> let me get to my more mature. Let's get to my, our mature selves. Yes, our mature selves because we've grown since We've then. grown. We're bigger. You're engaged. I'm engaged. I'm satisfied and single. Carrie's looking like this is the first time I've ever said this out loud. I anyway, know this is. Um, so I'm happily single. I don't think nobody believes me, but I actually am. I believe you because I was at a point where I was happily single and people weren't believing me. I didn't believe you. I thought you were full of it. Anyway, you see, you see, <laughs> and then you when your friend try to push you to do something, you go out on these bad days and you're like, Nah, I am fine right now, like for real, fine. But anywho. <laughs> Let's get to these points, girl. <laughs> so in the instance where you've been left for another woman, I would like to say, fuck him and his bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? This episode is going to be real petty. So prepare yourself for the petty levels to go up, up and away. Uh, because that, you know what? For as enlightened as I am, I understand that these are real places in your emotional standpoint. And like I said, don't nobody remember all them times that y'all was in bed and he was like, I love you. I want to be with you forever. I I know nobody else remembers those, you know, promises. Shout out to Christopher Williams. Promises, promises that he couldn't keep. Oh, girl. Promises, promises. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. All them promises that he couldn't keep. So, and I just want to say, fuck him and his bitch. And it's nothing against him and the woman that... That I'm calling a bad name. Uh, there's nothing against him and the woman. And it's really not even about her. You're really mad because you don't understand what it is about her 
that you couldn't do and you couldn't be. And the real thing is you can't be her. And she's not better than you. She's different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you always feel like, well, she's not as good looking. She doesn't cook. She doesn't, like, maybe those qualities that she has that you were so, so building your relationship on weren't even things that he needed. And you're so focused on all the things that you were trying to be to him that, A, you're not making sure that that's what he needed. B, you don't even know if that was really what you felt like giving. You were just resting upon those morals. And C, were you even getting what you wanted? Mm. Were you even really getting what you wanted? Because you get caught up in giving. Like giving, and actually giving feels good. That's what nobody even remembers is that, giving actually feels good it feels good because you have love built up within you so to release it feels like oh this is so relieving this is so wonderful I love him I bought Bay a short set you know what I mean <laughs> if he deserve it I buy his stuff too you know what I mean like love on top he's the one I need he's the one I want like while you're out there professing these things and giving and giving and giving those things feel good but when you get into that state of giving it is easy to neglect if you're getting yeah okay. because love isn't boastful and love is not there's one thing in that oh, see I can say every secular music verse, but when I try to reference scripture, it's like, it leaves me. <laughs> um, you know, but love doesn't need anything. Love just is. So when you're in love, you're in a state of constant giving. It's sacrificial. It's, you know what I mean? You're not thinking about you anymore. You're thinking about that other person. So when that other person leaves you, it leaves you in a state of like, well, what didn't I give you? Yeah, it's just easy to project everything that's, wrong onto the woman the other woman like you're the reason this is what's this is the obstacle in my way it's obviously her and let me focus all my attention on you know showing you I'm the better woman I'm the good one I mean R&B is not your friend in this instance because every R&B song about <laughs> is she the reason is she the reason? Hello, Barbara. Who is this she is Shirley. To you? <laughs> right? So I think, you know, in that phase, it's like, mm, I don't think you're going to be thinking about you in those moments if you're always focused on the other woman. And you're not going to be thinking about if you were actually being served. And I think once you get to that place where you realize, look, I was not even being served in the way that suited me best, in the way that I actually legitimately want to be served. So, you know, when my friends or if an associate or a woman who I'm consulting with is going through it and she's really focused on him and the woman that he left her for, I'm always like, fuck him and his bitch. Fuck you and the clique you claim. Yes. All that. That's, uh, oof. That's just, oh, you should feel the energy in the studio right now because that's real. It's that's so real. real. Me and K-Rod are just like shaking our heads like, oh, my God, it's such a it's such a big thing to always be focused on what that other person is doing. But you really have to self-reflect and get quiet and meditate and get back to you because while you've been in a relationship you've created your own world with this other individual so backing out of that is going to be a process but it's going to be one that you need to take or you are going to drive yourself crazy you're gonna drive yourself crazy Woo. with all that anger girl 
Ooh. And one day when you finally pass it, you're going to look at him and whoever he's with. You're going to be like, you know what? I can't even do that no way. I can't even do it. I know. I can't do that. Whatever she's doing, you're going to be like, I can't even do it. That's not even. That's, that's not, not even, even me. That's not even what I have to offer. So peace be with you. Peace be with you. All right, K. Ray. Well, you don't have any exes. So this next section probably doesn't apply to you. What? Loving your ex still. Yeah, it does. I told you I have one. One, one. I have one. And yes, it does apply. Either loving the ex or loving the idea of your ex or loving the idea of what could have been is very intense. It is intense. And it's an, it's an internalized feeling. It's something you normally stow away. Yeah. Because it's not like you can talk to people about it. It's just like you're constant, constantly ruminating over what could have been and you know pulling up their facebook profile going through their instagram pictures rolling up on them when they you know identify their location on uh facebook or something you'd be like well, maybe i should just roll up there and do a <laughs> drive by see see what's going on <laughs> i was trying not to laugh <laughs> especially since because i've done that before you'd be like um, oh oh well shoot he checked in his location on Facebook at 3.54. He said he was there. It's 4 o'clock right now. You know what? I got six minutes to get ready to get over there, and maybe I can catch him. K-Ray is a stalker on the low. K-Ray be trying to act like she is so well-adjusted. And I just love these moments where her inner stalker, crazy girl. What do you girl... got to call it stalker? Can't you just be investigative? Okay? Investigative. You're right. I like that word. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're an investigator, <laughs> an unpaid investigator. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> an unpaid, unlicensed investigator. Because I've, I've done that before. Me, I've done that before. I have to. Only once, though. Only once. Me and my best friend, Chip. Chip. Shout out to Chip. He's always down to ride. He's always down to be dressed up in all black. Like, let's go take a ride. Let's go. See, when I took a Cut ride, up. I didn't have anybody with me. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was just getting dressed. I just looked good on a Saturday, like really early on a Saturday morning. It was like, I know. I kept asking, like, where are you going? You were like, nowhere. And then I would come back and still see you getting dressed up. I'm like, where are you going? You putting on makeup? You're looking all nice. And then I was like, man, I know where you're going. And you were like, how do you know? Like, because I know. Because <laughs> you're an investigator. I've done made a drive-by before. <laughs> hey. Sometimes it be like that. Okay, so secret love for your ex <laughs> is real. Can't you hear? Um, it's Like I said, it's isolating because you don't get to talk to people about it because everybody's tired of it. Everybody's tired Everybody's of tired it. of hearing about Everybody, it. Everybody, it's like you were in the episode of Sex in the City when everybody was tired of hearing Carrie talk about Big. Oh, Mr. Big. And they were like, yo, we're, we've had enough. Enough. We okay? can't do any more Mr. Big talk. And that's what it is. Can't nobody hear about you and Ronald Isley no more. <laughs> <laughs> They're done. And uh, they just can't take it no more. They're like, look, you and Mr. Big, how you doing, Mr. Big? What the hell is going on? Why ain't you over Mr. Big? So. (laughs) But what do you do about it? What do you do? Do you you feel like it's like you have to really slow down and think about if you still love the person 
or do you still love the idea of what you thought the two of you could have been? I think if you keep trying to stop loving someone, like if you were in the concert, like, I've got to stop loving him. First of all, that doesn't work. That's not how it works. I think there are people who love toxic people all the time. The reality is understanding where you got to love them from. Mm -hmm. Like, look, I love you, but I can't call you, talk to you, have lunch with you, any of those things. And you're loving an idea more than you're loving that person. Like, yes, you do still love that person, but you're loving ideas. Ideas that they probably never even conformed to in the first place. Yeah. Ideas that they never met up to. Those were ideas that you projected into your relationship. Like, I'm projecting love, light, positive energy and I'm getting it back when really they were just present they were just present while you were projecting so always constantly reminding yourself like here's the thing if you want to call your ex call your ex but always listen keenly like realize that the tone of their voice don't sound the same they might be rushing you off the phone like the other person is not reciprocating anything that you're giving or expecting because if they were giving it back y'all would still be together girlfriend mm, you girlfriend be still together i think i think you're definitely right you definitely have to listen to what the words they're saying and not don't don't try don't to figure elabor- them out don't elaborate on them inside your head like maybe what he really meant no he said what he really meant and that and it was all about love and everything and girl or if you dated pathological liars like i have just remember this nigga is not telling the truth liar he'd be like i still love you and he may love you within his version of love he may care about you in his version of care but is his version of care a realm you wish to exist in oh girl pathological liar I just see through them, ladies. See through them. Because if they actions is not matching up with them words, just mm. oof, do away with. I mean, you can talk to him. You can. I, I, I've told a few women that. Like, look, you can go. You can talk to him. You can have conversations with him. You can still go to lunch. But just remember everything he's saying. Take that at face value. Take it. Take it at that. You know, I've heard that women. I can't remember where I heard it. But I've heard that women are more persuaded by what they hear and men are more persuaded by what they see. Well, duh. So what you're hearing in your ears, ladies, you know, take caution. Take caution. Because it's a frequency thing. Some men understand that women need a, need to hear a certain frequency of words within a certain time frame. And, you know, and, and this is like, I hate to say men and women. I've been getting into this whole equal spectrum where women and men do this. So if you're a guy out here reeling from a breakup, women do it too. Yes. Women do it too. It's on both planes. It's not a man bashing session. Mm -hmm. Not really. Because women, there are some women who who understand the game and how it goes and they're trying to get chose. They're trying to take you to the top. They understand. They got goals and they own manipulation schemes. You know, some ladies ain't even messing with the men. So, you know. This could still apply if this your girl, girls, if your girlfriend is. If ugh, your girl got a girlfriend. If your girl got a girlfriend, <laughs> she telling lies to you. Ooh. 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 
Decepticons. Anyway. Yes, Decepticons. They transform on you. You think they one thing, but they ain't, honey. I feel like we now we've already gone into texting your ex. Um, So we don't have to go into that. But can you be friends with an ex? No. You, you don't think so? No. I think you can. No, I think you can. If y'all, if y'all were like, if y'all realized that y'all were just friends who happened to be getting into a relationship and it really wasn't going to go any further. You know, your relationship wasn't going to grow into something that y'all feel like I could build a life off of, like romantically and um, otherwise, then yeah, you could still be friends. I think I'm, I'm friends with one of my exes right now. And he had told me something and I had already advised him. Like, you should not do this because this is going to happen. Then he hit me up like, guess what just happened? This. And I was like, see, that's why I'm glad I'm not your woman. (laughs) That's like, because as your friend, I could just be like, see, I told you. And then just walk away and not be livid like you did not. But what kind of friends? I think there could be kind of like different levels to friendship. Like, do you mean like buddy, buddy, we talk every day, we friends, like we do all this type of stuff together? Or do you just mean like, you know, somebody you can support when they need to talk, you know, more of a, um, I guess I would say a distant friendship, not a distant friendship, but something that where you're not like intertwined all the time, like this is your best friend. I'm calling you the first time something, when something go down, I'm calling you first. I still feel like that's relationship adjacent. I do too. I feel like that's relationship adjacent. Okay. Yeah, that's still relationship adjacent. So, mm, maybe I don't think you could be best friends. I don't know. For some people, this is a whole individual thing. For some people, being best friends still works for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, we can still be friends. And I take that into the responsibility of how I consider any friend. Any friend I have, I can call and talk to when I need support Mm -hmm. you know what I mean any friend I can hit up when I'm about to do something that I know you would like to do too like yo I'm about to go see the movie this movie we both want to see or I'm about to eat at this new restaurant that I know you want to eat at like I feel like if 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 it calls for that like if they're comfortable with it Mm -hmm. then we can get down like that but if you're not comfortable with it or if I'm uncomfortable like no I I don't I'm not comfortable and it takes time like I think it takes a lot. You got to be over them. It takes time to be friends. Like, sometimes you can right away be like, look, this just isn't working. Let's please say friends. And some people that works right away. And I, But I think that's a mutual as, a mutual uncoupling, oh as Gwyneth Paltrow would say. Um, that's a mutual uncoupling. But sometimes one person is like, yo, we can't be friends. Please don't show up to my things. Don't try to come support me because I still need you in this way. And you're coming... You know, you come in half full, and I don't want it. Mm. I need time. Maybe in a couple of years, we can be friends. So I think that leads into closure, which I think is such a big thing when breaking up. It's like, do you feel like, I just feel like you can be so still attached to a relationship if you don't feel like you got closure. Like, if you don't feel like you know why the relationship ended, Especially if you don't feel like you got to have a a good discussion about it after it, like specifically, you know, what wasn't working for them or why did they feel like 
you know, they wanted to end the relationship. If you don't get to have that real, like, deep talk when things do end, I feel like you can really hold on to the relationship a lot longer. Mm. And so what do you think that people should do if they don't get closure like they want to? They need to understand that closure does not come from the partner that you were experiencing the relationship with. All day, every day. Like, you're not getting closure from the other person. It's your job to close the door. Like, if somebody left a door open in your house and they've left, you can't be like, you can't call them like, yo, you ain't shut my front door. Come back and shut it. (laughs) Turn around. Shut my front door. Like, no, you would just walk up to the front door. You would close it and lock it yourself. Mm. Mm. I like that. So it's your responsibility to close the door. And whatever you need to do to close the door, do it. If you need to go to therapy, if you need to read a couple of books, if you need to go back to church and invest your life and give your your life back to Jesus, um, Muhammad, Buddha, whomever, whatever is working for you to help you close. If you need to get yourself, I know being busy always helps me get over a relationship. So it's time for me to get back into the groove. It's time for me to pick up. <laughs> you know, pick up macrame, pick up a game of basketball, get back into the gym. Like being busy always helps me because it's filling that space that I used to fill with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now I'm so busy that it'd be like, well, could we go out? And it'd be like, yeah, but I got something to do at Tuesday at three o'clock. So maybe we could do it. It's not working for you. Well, never mind it. Okay. <laughs> or it'd be like, <laughs> yo, you want to go get, you want to get a drink? It'd be like, well, I really already put my rollers in. So no, I can't. But um, <laughs> sometimes you got to realize like, well, maybe is, am I busy? Cause I'll, I'm busy or am I busy? Because I've just been feeling that void, but Whatever works for you. Some people, it's something different for every person. But it's your responsibility to close the door and get over it because you don't want to be bringing this next, this old baggage Mm -hmm. into your new relationship because it's going to be unfair to your other person, your other, you know, the new partner. I know I've brought my old relationship into a few relationships and they always looked at me like, so he's still here just laying in between us? Like, Mm. Mm. yeah, like he's still here. You still want that nigga? Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like, I don't, I do, w- well, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I, with you. I'm with what you, What more do you boo. want? I'm with you, What baby. more do you want? I'm with you. Dang. I ain't going to cheat because I'm not a cheater. So I'm here. I'm here. That don't, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound appetizing. It doesn't. I'm, I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. I know. I, I I see that now. I see that now. That's why I closed the door myself. I see because I see that now. I don't want you in my next relationship. Oh man. Uh-huh. Oh, so I think that that's boiling down all of this wisdom into what's the principle of all. What's the wise principle of it all? What do you think? Your feelings are no longer his responsibility. Boom. And men know that as soon as they bring up. With oh, you. yeah, they do. They be like, like, boom, I'm boom, gone. I'm gone. Bye. Bye. Pack of cigarettes. Shh. Never coming back. Mm. Hope you got it together. Ain't thought about out. you in years. I'm out of here. <laughs> so, and I think that's what, that's what that, oh, I didn't get closure. Like, yeah. well, your feelings are no longer his responsibility. responsibility. It's no longer his responsibility to come back and tell you, like, yeah, this wasn't working because of this. But, you know. You know, I still care for you. And da, 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 da. And even if he tell you, oh, I saw, what was that? Hurt Bay? Oh, did you watch that on YouTube? Hurt Bay. Hurt Bay. Hurt Bay. Okay, now you're going to have to look it up. It was, he basically told her he cheated on her and how many All times. All that thing where they was like, yeah. the couple was breaking up and they was, they was yeah, 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 I did see that. Oh, my God. So, it was like, she still cried. Like, it's still, 
it's still gonna hurt your feelings to know why it went it's down. Still it's still gonna hurt. hurt. Really, feelings. it's gonna be like picking at a scab. Close that door yourself, girl. Close your own front porch door. I know. And, and lock the and lock and the storm another door. Thing, another thing, it's never gonna make the pain go away, no matter what he says. Nothing. You will never get your heart unbroken, Tony Braxton. Yes. And he does just end up with Birdman. Because you, you feel like he owe you something, but he don't anymore. And he don't owe you nothing. He all he owed you was I wanna break up. Yeah. Everything after that is your responsibility. I know. It sucks, but it's true. It's just time to do your work, ladies. Like mm. Ianla says. You break up, it's time to do your work. It's time. Ugh, and and let go. You know what else it's time for? It's time for us to wrap this up. Yep, it's time for us to close out this installment of Dim Wise Girl. So episode two is a wrap. You've busted the windows. Now what? Now it's time to do your work. So we're going to close this out, and we will see y'all on the flip side. See Next you. time, we are going to be talking about... What are we talking about? We're talking about marriage. We're talking about marriage. It's going to be carefree and married. Yes. And we're going to have a special guest. Special guest. Doo-wop. you. Doo-wop is coming in because she is uh, probably the most carefree married person I know. She's like so rational and so clear about her intentions with how she got married throughout her marriage. And it always changes up because you change as individuals. So we can't wait to talk to her next week. And we will see y'all again on Dim Wise Girls. Hey, just them wise girls. Wise girls.